it is personal. I mean, and I take that very seriously because it's so personal to these business owners. There's not, there's not a big division line between a business owner and the, and their business. Um, you know, especially for the, the smaller businesses, the, you know, family owned, take, for example, if I have a loan application for a startup, um, and I'm taking it to loan committee that day. If I'm having an off day or if I'm not getting it 100% and their loan doesn't get approved, that's the difference between them becoming a small business owner and not becoming a small business owner. That's, you know, changing the course of their life, of their, of their livelihood. Welcome to Jefferson Parish Pulse, powered by JEDCO, a podcast designed to showcase the businesses, organizations, and individuals that make up the heartbeat of the Jefferson Parish economy. I'm Kelsey Scram. We are officially back with season four of the Jefferson Parish Pulse podcast. This season is all about JEDCO's financing options and the many borrowers who have used our loan programs to start their businesses, grow their businesses, expand, renovate, and seriously achieve their dreams. It sounds cheesy, but when you start hearing from the business owners who have worked with JEDCO and you hear how these loans have helped them, you'll absolutely get what we mean. We're kicking off the season with an introduction to JEDCO's loan programs, how they work, who is eligible, all the details to help you understand what we offer and how our loan programs can help your business. I'm excited to have our Director of Finance, Jennifer Laparus, on the show to talk through all of this with us today. Jennifer came to JEDCO in 2017 and transformed our finance department into the powerhouse that it is today. Under her leadership, loans jumped up 300% from 2018 to 2020. She's been recognized by City Business as a Woman of the Year Class of 2020. She also helped to develop the SBA 504 ad campaign, which recently took home an award from the International Economic Development Council. Today on the show, we talked to Jennifer about the loan programs that we offer, what drives her, and why she takes each loan so personally. She's an amazing advocate for the business community, and this discussion is a really important one to have before we introduce you to our borrowers later this season. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with Jennifer Laparus. Jennifer, thank you so much for being on the show. We are so excited to have you. I know you and I have talked about doing this for quite some time, so it's really exciting to finally have you on the Jefferson Parish Pulse. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. I, I think uh, for our listeners, it would be really good to, to give folks a little, little bit of an introduction into who you are, what you do. You joined JEDCO in 2017 as our finance manager. Now you're a finance director. Tell us a little bit about what you were doing before joining the JEDCO team. I've been called many things, but it's all basically a commercial lender, you know, a business development officer, a business banker. Um, and I've done that for several banks, for SunTrust, for BB&T, and that was before they were combined, down to a DeNovo bank in Miami, so a small startup bank, um, up to the largest uh, national bank, Bank of America. And that's pretty much what I've done my entire career. And then in 2008, the bottom fell out, so to speak, of the banking industry. And I moved to service commercial loans that were taken over under the FDIC loss share agreement. Um, so I got to sort of see behind the curtains of several commercial lending departments 
And, you know, that that's kind of an invaluable experience that I've taken with me to, to my banks that I, I worked for after that and to JEDCO, because um, I've certainly seen what makes a commercial loan team or department run well, and, you know, and where, what can also, you know, lead to their failure. So that's sort of where I've come from. What drew you to finance? What interests you about this work? Um, I just love spreadsheets and giant calculators. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, well, okay, so my family is, they're all basically in this industry. My mom worked for Merrill Lynch for 50 years. My dad was a CEO of a, a financial institution. My stepmom was a, a business banker or commercial lender. My brother is a, oh, what is his little genius doing right now? Um, he's like a financial analyst or investment maker. Um, and so it's kind of just what they're good at. And it seems to be, seemed to be what I was good at and kind of took it from there. I love that so much. And I actually did not, we've been working together for quite some time and I did not know that. Um, that's really, really cool. What drew you to JEDCO? What made you want to join the JEDCO team? Um, well, so I used to, uh, when I was um, all of those different names for a commercial lender, I did a lot of 504 loans and was very successful in doing that. And it, I just thought it was the greatest product ever and it's improved so much since I was doing those 15 years ago, the, pro, the loan program. And I always kind of wanted to do it from the other side, if you will. So do it, you know, facilitate that program as the CDC and really, you know, make it a full-time role to promote that program. Because before coming to JetCo, I had participated in so many success stories and startups and businesses that would not be there um, if it weren't for the, the 504 loan program. So when that, I mean, that's a very limited <laughs> role. So when I saw that, I, I could not submit my resume fast enough. I love that. And we are going to talk about that in, in just a few seconds here, but, um, and I definitely wanna share, as I mentioned, the success uh, of that program and what you have brought to the table here in just a little bit. But before we get too much further, I'd love to give people an understanding of what these programs are. Um, the 504, the JEDGROW, what are these loans and who are we targeting? So JEDCO's finance team is, their mission statement is to provide financing to those small businesses who are un otherwise unable to obtain traditional financing. And that, that really describes what our target market is. We're not here to compete with a bank. If you can get a bank loan, then you shouldn't be here. Even if you're doing an SBA 504 loan, the bank has to write a letter to SBA to say that they would not do that loan without SBA's assistance because of X, Y, Z. So we really are here to, you know, kind of fill in that gap uh, for businesses that are unable to obtain traditional financing and that might be because um, of their historical cash flow that might be because they're a startup that might be because they you know don't even have their business plan together it's those that just sort of fall short of that those traditional um, framing of what their their borrower looks like when you're talking about 
um, a bank or a credit union. I used to say that we have two ways to finance with JEDCO, and we're about to expand that to say we have three ways to finance with JEDCO. But right now we have our JEDCO loan program, and that is available to businesses within Jefferson Parish. They have to be located here. I would say of the two programs we have, that is much more flexible than the SBA loan program. It can be used for working capital, purchasing equipment, purchasing real estate. Um, typically those loans are under 250,000. Um, the rates on that, because everyone always asks, is anywhere from prime to prime plus three fixed for the term of the loan. The term of the loan is matched to the useful life of the collateral. Um, we don't have minimum credit scores. Everyone asked that question, but you can't have any outstanding delinquencies. The 504 program, which is the reason I came to JEDCO, um, is that's, we facilitate that loan program statewide. The way that that typically works is that we partner with a, a, a bank. The bank is gonna do 50% of your project. You're gonna have a loan with them. SBA is gonna come in and do 40% of your project. You're coming in with 10%. Bottom line, most of the time, the, you know, we're able to offer less cash in from the business owner and we're able to offer a lower fixed rate um, for the SBA piece. So, and it, it lessens the loan to value that the bank has. So they're willing to take a bit more risk. That's a loan program where we can have projects up to 20 million and sometimes even more. So that's, you know, where we're getting into really some of the larger, um, larger development projects and, and some, and we even have some that are, were used to purchase barges. Um, so there are a lot of these sort of what a bank would call special purpose loans can be financed easily through the 504 loan program. So you also alluded to a third program that we will be rolling out really soon. I'm really excited about this. I know that you are working with several different departments, including the marketing department on this, and we're, we're really excited to, to be a part of that. Um, tell us a little bit about this third fund that is coming, coming to Jefferson Parish soon. <laughs> coming to your parish very soon. Um, so the third, third uh, loan program that I had alluded to is our Fisherman Fund. And this is something that we have been working on probably since I got here in 2017, is how do we address the needs of this industry in Jefferson Parish? Um, and it kind of just came about because I had heard some folks in the community talking about it. The fact that the, the shrimpers had gone out on the first day of the season and they were unable to sell their catch at the docks. I might be kind of saying that wrong, but that's the general story is, um, you know, they, they were like day one of the season, they were already sort of behind the eight ball. And as I kind of went further into that, um, you know, it, it, talking with some industry folks, I have learned that uh, commercial fishermen today don't make any more than they did in the 1970s. So what used to be a, a career that could support your family is now a career that puts you below the poverty line. I, you know, I just think that's a real issue 
one of JEDCO's um, focused industries was um, certainly food and beverage and um, commercial fishing. Um, so I partnered with strategic initiatives within JEDCO um, to say, you know, what, what can we do about this? As a result of that, we're looking at our new loan program, the Fisherman Fund. And like I said, it's gonna be specific to those uh, to the commercial fishing industry within Jefferson Parish. And I think the notable feature of that is that we're going to design a repayment system that matches to um, that industry's seasonality. And that's not something that's currently available. And when it is available, it's not usually done very well. Um, so the fact that it's our fund that we're, we're holding we can be a little bit more flexible and have some control and really make it fit for that industry. That is, and that's such a, such an exciting uh, project, such an exciting fund. Um, we, I, I, when do we anticipate that? And I guess that's, this might be a question that we don't really have an answer to, but um, we are looking at hopefully rolling that out this year, right? Yes. Well, hopefully we have, we, right now we have a goal date of, um, mid to late summer to, to have that rolled out and available and, and for us to start talking about it. Um, you know, there's always some hiccups that could come out, but that's, that's what we're looking at right now. I just want to say, because you've been with JEDCO just a couple of years, but in the time that you've been here, you've just sort of transformed the financing department. In two years, loans increased by 300%, which is insane. Like the number of loans increased by 300%. And that is a, a true testament to the work that you and your team do, a true testament to your leadership. So what were some of the things that you did when you started at JEDCO that really helped elevate the interest in these programs. I mean, clearly your passion is just one of those things that just sort of bleeds through into everything you do. And we'll talk about that too, but what what did you do to, to get these programs to next level? First, I realized that we have to let people know that JEDCO has loan programs. So um, there was a lot of sort of awareness at, at that initial stage, and then also to make those user-friendly. So we have a lot of revolving loan funds so that, you know, there's a lot of different sources that feed into our JEDGROW program. And, you know, we used to market them separately in this confusing graph of when you can use it and when you can't. And, and that, so the first thing I did was sort of combine them all in one. It's a JEDGROW loan program and that's really all the end user needs to know. Um, and then to make our, you know, loans, loan checklists, loan applications, to make them a bit more user-friendly going from, you know, 11 page application down to two pages, um, putting them online. As far as the 504 loan program, we spearheaded a fantastic SBA ad campaign. Not only the campaign itself, but the results were so impressive that it, it won a silver medal place. <laughs> the uh, International Economic Development Council mm -hmm. gave us a silver award for the paid advertising campaign. You mentioned to me, you know, that you, before you, you hadn't really worked with finance before because mm -hmm. they hadn't expressed a need for marketing. 
And now I, I take more of your time than you could have no. ever imagined. No, I, I love that though. That You mentioned something about, you know, that checklist whenever you first started here. I mean, I think a big piece of some of the work that you did was really educating me on how we can make these programs more accessible to people because that wasn't something that I, I had before. You know, I just think you were very, you're very clear and concise about these are the things that we want to push out into the world. And, and that really helped me as the marketing person for our, for our organization, have a better understanding of our target audience, the loan programs. I mean, it was just incredibly eye-opening just to even have somebody like you who had, who took the time to, to educate me and help me get where I needed to, to be um, in order to, to help you promote these loans. I think that we resulted in a fantastic ad campaign. I think that's where the traction was um, to, to kind of get the word out about the 504 loan program. There's still a, such a sort of grassroots effort to start talking about it. But it's certainly spoken about more than when I than when I started. I'm really happy that that there has been more of an effort in that area for sure. You know, I know that marketing efforts and things like that have really drawn folks to Jedco. But I also want to talk about you as the director of finance in this organization mm -hmm. because the work that you do feels so personal. You like take this very like special interest in every borrower and every business that you work with from helping them with their business strategy and their business plans to stopping by their venues and seeing how things are going. Like you told me once that you always go into the business and you don't just drive through, you actually go in and you wanna see how everything is operating. So it's just clear that you love what you do and who you work with. And I don't know, it's just, it's the passion is there and, and that speaks volumes to, to the work that you do and how you work with people. So I wanna talk about what it is that drives you to go above and beyond uh, with your work. I don't like using trite expressions, but I will probably use them more than one time in our conversation. So I've always kind of had this the idea of anything worth doing is worth doing right. My mom probably said that to me a hundred times growing up and I sort of more live by like anything that's worth doing is worth doing really, really well and better than everyone else. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's kind of the base of it, but as far as, you know, it is personal, I mean, and I take that very seriously because it's so personal to these business owners. There's not, there's not a big division line between a business owner and the and their business. Um, you know, especially for the the smaller businesses, the you know family owned. Take for example, if I have a loan application for a startup, um, and I'm taking it to loan committee that day. If I'm having an off day or if I'm not giving it 100 percent and their loan doesn't get approved, that's the difference between them becoming a small business owner and not becoming a small business owner. That's, you know, changing the course of their life, of their, of their livelihood. That's a lot to put on your shoulders, so I try not to think about it that way when I'm going in to talk about um, a, a loan request, but, but I, it's that important to me. Um, so it, it's, it, is, it is very personal, and, I, and like I said, I take that responsibility very seriously, and it, and that just kind of 
comes out. You see it in the way that you talk about these loans, but also the 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 people who borrow from Jedco are like the most grateful business owners I have ever met. Like every time I meet a business owner who has worked with you or who has borrowed from Jedco or who's gotten a loan through Jedco is just incredibly gracious and appreciative and and again, that is a real testament to you and your team um, for the just tremendous work that you do. So, I, you know, we're, we're happy to have you. <laughs> well, you know, the kind of got, I think you, you had asked why, why did our loan volume go up? You know, if I get a phone call, I don't, it's really easy to say to someone, well, you know, that's not really the kind of loan we do. That's so easy. But to say, well, that could be something that we do. Let's take that further. Let's, Let's talk about how that can be a viable business. Let's bring in um, one of our partners, LSBDC, to help us with the business plan. And then, you know, let's let's really promote and advocate for this business to come to Jefferson Parish. Let me bring this to our loan committee. That's a lot of work. It's, I mean, it's a lot easier to say that's not really a loan that we would do. Um, and you know sometimes it's, it's tempting to say that but especially when you you know you have 20 voicemails that you have to return but you can't approach it like that and so that's i think that's where the appreciation might come in because you know anyone else they called and mostly you know financial institutions who don't really work with startups they get a lot of that's not the kind of loan we do and, and I, when we were early on trying to figure out um, the SBA 504 campaign, we were talking a lot about business owners being able to achieve their dreams. That's really kind of the whole, the whole like impetus behind this is like being able to help uh, business owners achieve that growth and achieve those dreams of business ownership or building ownership or whatever that case may be. And I just, I love that. I mean, and, and that's, that's really the story is the business owners. Yeah, and I, I'll ask that question now because we are going to be interviewing, this whole entire season is all about our borrowers and our finance programs. And so we're going to be interviewing a number of Jedco borrowers and that I think it will be really valuable for our listeners. And, and I wanna get your take on some of those success stories. You know, can you give us a preview of what we can expect from this season? I, I feel like it's going to be a lot of folks who are just incredibly gracious and who have had their, have been able to open their dream business or do something really cool because of Jedco. For some of them, it's a, it's a life-changing story. Um, you know, cause it really has sort of determined the next course of their life. Um, for others, it's, you know, they have expanded their business and have become more successful either financially or as, as far as, you know, the assets of their company have grown. Each story is sort of inspiring in and of itself. So I think that if someone's listening, they can probably find where they're at with their own business. If they are considering being a small business owner or they currently are a small business owner, they can probably find a story that's similar to theirs to say, hey, I can do that easily. I can do that easily with one of Jetco's loan programs. There you Let's go. Let's call Jennifer. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, and I, I also want to mention that we lend to a lot of minority-owned and woman-owned businesses, um, something that is really, really important to, to Jedco, to Jefferson Parish community. Um, you know, social equity is such an important piece of 
of um, the Jefferson Edge 2025. Can you talk about the diversity of our portfolio a little bit? Before we talk about our portfolio specifically, um, I just want to kind of go over just a couple numbers. This is from an SBA report. So this is a uh, national survey. This is, you know, this is not local. And it is from 2018, but, you know, they're sort of slow to report on things. So I, I can't imagine that these numbers have changed much in the right direction just from 2018 till now. Um, and so it was it's just comparing the experience of white-owned firms, Black-owned firms, Hispanic-owned firms, and their experience with either obtaining financing or deciding to not obtain financing and why that was. So for Black-owned firms that are startups, that means they've been in business for less than two years, 70% of them did not apply for the loan that they needed because they did not think they would be approved by their lender. That is a startling number to me. That is a start. I mean, you know, know, overall, all startup firms are kind of at the 50% mark, but to 70% is such a great majority um, that didn't even apply for a loan because they didn't think that they could qualify. They, when we do look at the ones that have applied, were they given what they needed, what they, what they requested and what they needed? These numbers talk about the firms who did not receive the amount of money they requested. And over half of the black owned firms did not receive the amounts that they requested. Whereas if you look at all of the firms combined, it's 25%. That is a number that is disturbing. Basically, this report is 57 pages of saying that Black-owned firms experience a higher incident of loan denials, and they pay higher interest rates than white-owned firms. Um, And sort of the the Asian and Hispanic-owned firms fall within there. A number that, like I said, it is startling. But I can say that that is not what we're doing here at Jetco. It doesn't, that, that study didn't pull in woman-owned firms, but I think yeah. that is a number that needs to be addressed. So if, if you look at Jetco's portfolio, 25% of our portfolio are loans funded to minority-owned businesses, and a third of the portfolio is to women-owned businesses. And this year, so this past year, of our approved loans for this year were from minority owned and controlled and operated. And when I use those words, I use those words specifically because it's not like, well, we have one partner that's a minority, so we put them as 51%. These are truly minority and women owned, operated and controlled companies. The SBA report, those those numbers certainly bother me, but I, I, I hope that we are creating an environment at JETCO where those borrowers are not discouraged from coming and requesting a loan and, you know, aren't held back by the fact that they may not get approved. Um, you know, that's that's a process that we, we want to make very open to, to all of the businesses in Jefferson Parish. Yeah. I mean, we're already making such strides in that and moving in that and continuing to move in that direction is just really, it's exciting to hear that we are, are 
are doing such a good job in those areas and that we can only go up. I mean, that's that's really great. Let's let's talk about what it's like to get a loan through Jetco. So what is the process? What kind of info should people have when they come to us for financial support? And I know this is pretty like getting down into the nitty gritty details, but you know, I think a lot of people who are listening to this show might hear all this great stuff and be like, I want a loan through Jetco. How do I do it? Uh, no, absolutely. If there is anyone listening to this still at this point, other than <laughs> parents, then I list. Here we go. <laughs> um, you know, I would if I were a small business owner. No matter if I were in a stage where I simply have an, a business idea, or if I were in a stage where I had an existing business, I would start at our website. Um, it's easily it's easy to sort of guide yourself through. Um, to obtain the loan checklist and to obtain the, the forms that you need. If you're an existing business, then really all you're gonna do is sort of gather that information because it's all financial data that you have at hand and you're gonna email that to us or you can drop it off in person. If, but if you're a startup business, my, not I would certainly start at the Jetco website so that you can see our checklist. We have one that's specifically for startups because we ask for a few more things. We need to see your business plan um, and we need to see your projections. What are you projecting that you will make and what are you projecting that your expenses will be? Um, this is not something that I expect someone with a business idea to be able to create all on their own. But I would say, do not pay for it. Please do not pay for it. I hear about people paying thousands of dollars for these things and it's crazy. And quite frankly, they're not even that good. But if you, also go to our partner, Louisiana Small Business Development Center. They are amazing. They provide the service for free um, and we work with them frequently. So they're very familiar with, with what we would be looking for as far as a loan package. And that's really the process. You make it sound really easy, but I mean, I, I think it, it's, it's exciting to know that it's as simple as just looking at our website and then making a connection and reaching out and just seeing what we can do because there are a lot of things that Jedco can do that people probably didn't know we could do. <laughs> so right. And, and if it's not something that we can do either with our economic development team or our finance team, like I said, pulling our partner of, of LSBDC um, with that business plan and the projections, their assistance with that, that's, that's really all you need. I've said to more than one person, if you, you know, if you don't want to start a business, don't come to Jedco because we're going to start it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. And I love that you mentioned the LSBDC too, because that group is absolutely fantastic in so many different ways. And they've been a great partner to Jedco, not just with the, the financing piece, but in so many, so many areas of work. And so I love that you um, gave them a shout out. That's fantastic. You are a tremendous leader. You're well-loved by your team. Uh, you're well-loved by the people that you work with. We've talked about this several times throughout this podcast. Can you offer some advice um, to young, young women seeking to grow in their careers? I could probably do an entire podcast of advice um, based on you know things I've done wrong and things I've learned in my 20-ish years of working. So the, I, I would say the best piece of advice I could give to um, a young professional woman would be to seek out a mentor. Um, I had two women in my during my career 
that acted as a mentor to me. And that was, I would say, career changing. Um, it really, you know, sort of was able to advance me um, into the next place. They acted as my advocate when I needed them to. They taught me everything they know. Personally, it's my last sort of career goal is to, to play that role for somebody else. If you can seek out someone like that to kind of advocate for you, teach you what they know, give you the ins and outs, um, you know, sort of like a, a you know, fairly intense relationship, um, you know, so it's, it's probably someone that you're going to speak to at, at least once a day. Um, it, you know, if that, if that is available to you, I would say that that's the best thing that you could do. That is fantastic advice. And kind of sticking with that advice theme, what is the best advice that you have for borrowers? So there's to be an attractive loan candidate, there's three things that you can do right now today. And that is one, stop spending, two, start saving, and three, get your credit checked. So the first two lead to the same result. Basically, you need to hoard your cash because that's an important piece. How much cash are you coming to the table with? I hate this disgusting term, but it's how much skin in the game do you have? And then the getting your credit checked is, is sort of the other piece of that. You know, you need to know what you what your credit is. You have to know if you have anything that you can correct. If you have to know if you have any items that you can um, dispute. Um, you know, because while that's not the driver for a lot of small business lending, although sometimes it is the only driver, um, it's certainly something that they're going to take into consideration. So save your money, hoard your money, get your credit score up. Um, is there anything that I missed, anything that you want to add before I let you go? So we just established a new email sort of Dropbox for the, our new loan requests. It's really simple. It's loans at jedco.org, L-O-A-N-S at jedco.org. We will include that in the show notes and um, on the blog so that people can, can find that easily. And Jennifer, this has been uh, you know, I, I love working with you, love working alongside you. And it's been really, really, really great to spend uh, this time talking about all of the great work that you do for JETCO and in our community. Thank you for being here. Back at you, Kelsey. A special thanks to Jennifer for taking time out of her busy schedule to be on the show. We will share links to the JETCO financing options and the JETCO website in our show notes. If this is your first time tuning into the show, there are plenty more episodes where this one came from. Our episodes are released on Thursdays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you stream your favorite shows. If you like our show, feel free to leave us a rating or a review. Those reviews help others find our show and listen in. We share links to all of our episodes on our social media platforms. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at jedco underscore news and on Facebook at Jefferson Parish Economic Development. You can also visit our website at jedco.org. If you have feedback about the show or if you'd like to recommend a guest, please email me at ksgram at jedco.org. I love to hear from you. As always, thank you so much for listening. See you back here next week.